Alright, kiddos, let's crack. Welcome back to the Footy Talks podcast, and today it's a special one because we have uh, Celtic Rangers on Wednesday, obviously a big game in the footballing calendar, and uh, I know fuck all about this fixture. So, I thought I'd get a friend in. Uh, Luke Doyle, how are you? I'm good, Damien. How are you? I'm great. Um, obviously, you would have more expertise in this game than I would because you're a Celtic fan. Well, so I think I've kind of been to a few, so. Into a few. We'll see what happens. Yeah. What's your favourite old form that you've been to? Hmm, well, the latest one that I was at, they were beat 2 1. Yeah. So, we'll play one length high in here. But if I had to give the one the best one, it would have probably been 2008 when Nakamura scored. What a player. Um, from about 40 yards, and then S6 scored the last minute. Uh-huh. And then they needed that there to win the league after. So yeah, I'm going to go there. Uh, Celtic have seemed to have a good connection with the Japanese league. Oh yeah. Well, Nagmar came from Italy, mm-hmm. so not really that in that way that they've signed all these Japanese players now. But yeah, big market, mm-hmm. Japanese market, big Japanese market. It's always good to because obviously uh, you see all these other clubs strictly Europe. Like you see, you've seen Tottenham sign Bentaco, you've seen us Liverpool sign Diaz. Yeah. But it's good that uh, Celtic. Or um, going into a new market and finding all these superstars. Yeah, and they're all buying them for like a million pounds too. <laughs> so they're kind of shafting. It's cheap. They kind of shafting Japan and yeah. players like so. Um, in that their way, but like they know that they'll just get like a free pass in like London if they get Scotland do well. So yeah, um, Celtic Celtic have had a lot of exports mm. to England mm. in recent years. Um, my favorite being Virgil Van Dijk as I'm a Liverpool fan. So I think um VVD, uh best football first best centre back in the world, obviously sort of a new VVD and CCV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um with Van Dijk what they probably need to do is they probably need to bridge the gap between Liverpool and Celtic. So like Van Dijk went to Southampton first mm-hmm. for like ten million, which yeah. is nothing. Yeah. Um because no one really rated Van Dijk in Scotland and then he goes to Liverpool for what was it, Joe? Seventy five million. So obviously Celtic have had a lot of good exports to uh, different leagues. If if any clubs do come calling in Europe, do you think Celtic would be a little bit more resistant to selling because of the squad they're making? Um, well, like, probably whenever Celtic's team was falling apart last year, you see like Frimpong going to Bar Leverkusen and boys like that. 
and Channel went to Swansea, which was good as well, because mm-hmm. I couldn't look at him yeah. for a couple of years. So, uh, no, like, say if, like, Bar Leverkusen or someone come for, like, a big Celtic player now, I don't think they'll sell him, because mm-hmm. Ange, uh, God bless Ange, wants, oh, to, bless Ange. Uh, wants to make a good team out of it, like, so. Yeah. Like, last year was just a pure, it was pure shit show, like. Do you put language one, though? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, did you? Yeah. I thought it was like Frenchies. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, um, but last year was, oh, was the worst ever. But like I seen like a tweet, it was like Celtics um, team last year mm-hmm. compared to this year. And they have like got, you know, like a player for every position replaced. Mm-hmm. If researcher Joe looks up my tweet favorites, you'll see a long list of like, it's like 11 players, yeah. so they have a totally new team. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool now because, you know, and in the other way, like Rangers wise, mm-hmm. you know, like Rangers haven't changed their team in three years. No. And like, so they've had like players not being sold, so no money coming in, so they're going to sell a, a big player or two here there. Mm-hmm. And Rangers obviously having f- uh, financial problems in recent years. Them. Them Rangers. Them, <laughs> them Rangers, yes. Um, and <laughs> and um obviously there's been recent up recent voices of Rangers again having financial problems. Uh yeah. And again having to well sell half their squad. Yeah, well, the big thing is this year is that, you know, Champions League wise, you get forty million mm-hmm. going again in the Champions League. So if you win the league mm-hmm. then you know, you're automatically going to Champions League, so that's 40 million for the league, essentially. So, like, range from the league, and they have a 40 million boost. Mm-hmm. And Celtic going at them, 40 million, no 40 million for yeah. 40 million, it would be a crazy amount for any real team in Scotland, when you think about it, they only really got 5, 6 million for yeah. the league. Well, it used to be in the way that whenever Celtic were in the Champions League, like, in mid-90s, like, they would have bought players... They would have bought players to, uh, you know, sort of yeah. get into the Champions League, mm-hmm. but now they like buy players for not. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Um, thank you. So, um, let's go over some recent fixtures. Um, you obviously, as a Celtic fan, may don't want to go over recent fixtures, but I think as a. We, we, uh, we got to piece up this. Yeah, as an unbiased podcast. Yeah, unbiased podcast. Um, yeah. So, as you said, last season was a shit show. Yeah. Um, oh, let's bring up some fixes from the start. From the start. So, 2nd of May 2021, please all this is in the league. Uh, Rangers 4, Celtic 1. Dort. It was, oh yeah, that on May. Yeah, I think Rangers already won the league at that stage. Yeah. So, like, you know, there's no problems at all. Mm-hmm. I can't actually really. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't remember that much actually. I, no, I don't. Anything, anything where there's no crowd, um, Celtic play Rangers just on that, but, um, but like, it's clear to see like when Celtic were playing Rangers like a couple of years ago like Stevie G was like started and what was it Celtic beat them 1-0 in that league mm-hmm. up final yeah, and so Rangers, Rangers just scored like 5-6 yeah. and then I think it was the next no well yeah it was the time after that there then Rangers finally beat them 4-8 mm-hmm. but they were Joe, Joe had a half and half uh, selling Rangers scarf like it was mad he bought it inside the stadium and all. Oh, you've got to get out of life. Ah, <laughs> oh, you've been your fucking life in your hands with that sight there. 
Um, and then we have the 29th of August, 2021, where Rangers beat them 1-0. Uh, 29th of August. Mm-hmm. Nothing in another league match. Was that a, was that a park head or a I think that was maybe they rocks the Gregor for no G. Ah. Um, but I, uh, they have bad run like see the last three four years. It's only probably Rogers managing selling down the Rangers, but now they don't at all. Calmack, I was very still very important player in that squad. Yeah, big Ange keeping tight lipped about Calmack's pace. Calmack's pace. Yeah. Yeah. surgery. Yeah. So he um. It's the lineup for Celtic, obviously, with Bethon being sent off in the weekend and McGregor being injured, and the midfield is a wee bit of a crisis. Yeah, I was just wanted to research a job, check up that if uh, Bethon has been a bit on two uh, yellows, make a red, make a uh, suspension. Is Bethon um, fully suspended for that game? Live score has updated. Yeah, I always did think he'd come stealing wages, you know, for yeah. a couple of years, but he actually isn't that bad. Like, he keeps getting played centre-back, mm-hmm. and he's not centre-back, and yeah. he is pretty good in centre-mid. So, like, really, he's been selling eight or nine years, so... I think he's a full jump to start. He loves being, a, like, a squad player. Like. Ah, full jumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full jumps. Aye. Um... But like whenever he was playing, sure, like Celtic always good centre-mids. Like, yeah. like, Brown always took up one spot, so the other spot was always taken up by, like, like he had Stephanie Hansen there for a couple uh-huh. of years and he had Joe Radley uh, and he had like McGregor came in so like Beaton's always just been like yeah around good days like, can uh, confirm Beaton is suspended he's suspended ah, suspended oh. for that game that just does that to the midfield crisis huh? there you go oh no oh no <laughs> <laughs> so McCarthy time like McCarthy time also started to go on size he he started selling Beaton's wages whenever Beaton started playing actually. Uh, yeah. I don't know how that man got a four year deal like. Seems to be a lot deal. of Celtic fans seem to be calling for a midfield three of McCarthy, uh, Hatate and McGregor. O'Reilly. 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 Depending on the fitness of McGregor <laughs> and some are even saying Sorum, but I think that would be mm, no. no. I don't know. Um, I think if it's a parkhead, they're gonna go with attacking players anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're gonna put in like a CDM. Like I think of Brown, like the years that Brown played, like probably coming into like twenty eighteen or nineteen, he probably just turned into a CDM, mm-hmm. and then he always like slowed the game down a bit more. Which McGregor played a bit in front of him, but like, I don't think Brown would have played under Angie Ball anyway. Like he was more Lenny Ball guy. Yeah. Ah, seven nil then. Um. Get so the crosses on like. <laughs> So yeah, obviously it's starting with a couple of injuries. Um, Yoseki, Yosuke Yosuke Edoguchi yeah. is injured. Um, Beton is now thanks to confirmed be suspended. Uh, McGregor injured, and um, but one uh injury that was in that cup game that seems to be grand is um Lila Bada will be an important player for uh, Wednesday. Yeah, well he he scored yesterday, mm-hmm. so he ran in the crowd and he looked. Pretty good run in those right there, like he, he was sprinting so fast. Yeah, that was some game yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so like those there we won those like like even Ralston scored too, like against Ross County. Mm-hmm. Like last year Tony. Last year Celtic would never got them like. Yeah. Like and as well with the crowd and stuff, like it does help. Mm-hmm. But I think probably now that like if they win in Europe as well 
after the Rangers game, it'd be pretty good. Get a wee bit of momentum. Dink. Um, Dor. Dink Sodak. Sodak. Dink Sodak could get a decent one in the Conference League. Um, yes, if they play well at home. Because mm-hmm. they're always liable to a goal or two away. Because, <laughs> like, playing the ball around the back and Joe Hart there, like, it's always... That's decent! Yeah, he's always blood pressure raiser, like, oh. but... I do Hart's been pretty good, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're still trying to get rid of Barkas, I'm going to I forgot he even played for fucking Sodom. Yeah. So, he was a bit of a dud, like, but... Um, like Scott Baines another man that is living uh, unreal like yeah, man played for Hibs and Ross County and all and now he's like subkeeper for Celtic just signed a big new deal and all and he's breaking the oh god so that's kind of like the before we have like one good goalkeeper Ali Al-Habsi Ali Al-Habsi exactly <laughs> and you have like two you have, you have one that's probably decent Kelleher he's probably the Scott Bain yeah. Um. But better Scott Bain. Oh, is. And then you have fucking Carius and Bogas. Uh huh. So um. Is Carius still there? Yeah. Unfortunately, he's just picking up wages, like. Um. So we'll go into some stats. Um. Some stats. Good for Celtic. Some stats me. Not normally that bad. Um. So there's been ninety eight matches. Um. In the old form, a classic derby. Um, Rangers have won 36, Celtic have won 41. What is your uh, favourite win that you've either seen at a pub or live? Um, one of the other ones, apart from that 2008 one, was probably whenever Lennon started managing Celtic and they won 1-0. Joe Ledley scored mm-hmm. a header. Um, that was kind of like like Celtic were pretty down for a couple of years. Yeah. Like they were just like, they were the worst system ever. Where they like brought in boys for six months, just to make everybody happy, and then yeah. they left, and then they started a crap team. Mm-hmm. Like they brought in Robbie Keane, he scored like twenty goals, and then they left. Um, and then they gave Lennon the job, and then they got actually a, an alright team like Cooper and Stokes and all. Mm-hmm. And then that their that their goal put them ahead of Rangers, and then Rangers got like points deducted from them and all mm. I think after that stage but if it was at Ibrox uh, there was there was a game I think it was maybe the same year where Samaras scored two nice Samaras Sunday Samaras Sunday um, oh, what a player <laughs> what a player uh, and they lined out with a terrible team like it was touching the counter twice nice. um, it's like when you play FIFA and you just do this spam Y or or as Joe does, like, text internet out a couple of things. Like, and then you can't see you, no comment. No comment on that. Um, ah, so, I so tired. So Obviously, have had a couple of great managers over the years. Some dodd managers over the years. Yeah. Um, uh, who's been um, the best manager you've seen and the worst manager you've seen take Celtic? In terms of being good or in terms of, like, in terms of this, like, success and you've enjoyed watching out of Broads was good um, but I had a name top one I was really wrong either. Honey D Honey D he played the worst football ever but couple of yeah, uh, uh, he was good crack like, yeah. but um, Angie probably be up there like if he wins the league this year yeah. um, and gets the Champions League I think they'll probably need another couple of players to the Champions League but like 
in that probably the way they do it is they are buy are loaning players and then like with a buy option the end of it, which is pretty good. Like so, they can see what they're like. Like Carter Vickers needs signed and Jonathan does, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they're going to share the money. But like, sure, they bought a pilot fellas and started January like they never do. They always wait until the last minute. They like low ball like Tyler Blackett job like <laughs> Blackett. Oh, uh, the worst ever. What the fuck's he doing there? Or who else? John Joe Kenny. He's another dog. <laughs> he's a range, isn't he? Isn't he? Is he? No, he's a solid. John Joe Kenny. Yeah. He was there last year, like right back cover. Ah, uh, class. Um, and then he left, like just left another six month long, but. The one player I thought they should have bought was Elliot Messi. He would have been pretty decent. He's at Southampton there, isn't he? Aye, he scored a couple of goals for Southampton. He's Southampton. I always thought that John Flanagan would be a Southampton player. He played for Rangers. And he um, played for Rangers and obviously um, done things you won't talk about in this podcast. But that's uh, by the by. Um, but aye, so Southampton... Um, just have it was a classic fixture like with games that have won titles and games that have lost titles um in terms of titles Celtic have won 51 and Rangers have won 55 um do you think with Rangers bad form like they dropped points yesterday against um Ross County they dropped points last week I don't know I can't remember who that was against yeah, I think it was <clears throat> Aberdeen. Aberdeen, yeah. Yeah. 90th Brewery. Um you see that video of Brewery and Ken oh, and yeah. the dog Brewery's like, bye bye. Uh, um Brewery kind of balls and medals. <laughs> oh, where is your fucking Where is your Scottish League medal <laughs> Oh no, Jamie. Um so do you think this one on Wednesday there's obviously the one on Wednesday, there's one in April. And they usually play three times in the league, don't they? Yeah, they play. They play one, two, I three, and then after the Scottish split, league comes so like you play the top five, the mm-hmm. top six players on the bottom six, then they play another team as well. Mm-hmm. So this year one, um, should should have been on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. like around Christmas time, but then they're playing it now, so it's usually pretty important because mm-hmm. it's always paid around Christmas, mm-hmm. and then this one usually sees who. Was on after mm-hmm. the Rangers form after the winter break, like the last few years, has been like yeah. yeah. So. Do you think? Obviously, Celtic, um, like Celtic in recent, even this season in recent form, have not looked great. Mm. You know they've dropped points at certain games or places under dropped points, but like recently, they beat um thingy yesterday one now thanks to a beautiful and I did when I go from our boy uh the one last week and do you think with the two contrasting forms do you think Celtic has the advantage or is this fixed or this one is always hard to call mm. I think Celtic if Celtic get an early goal it'll probably end up two or three yeah, yeah. they're always liable to concede in the goal their defence so especially with Starfield uh, there um, so I probably I think it could be like two or three one. Nice. Um, I don't know if he he might spring a surprise and take Kyogo, but I don't think they need Kyogo to play because um they played a small man up front against Rangers for the past few years and have not really got anywhere. So if they put big man up top, Jack Marcus. Yeah. Oh, it'll be a wee bit different, like. Uh huh. But 
Because it's that same thing at the start of the league. Like Celtic were in good form, Rangers were in the best form, and sure then they played none at Ibrox mm-hmm. that day. So like, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Uh, this is obviously very so fairly. I guess past Christmas, we usually places in the league start to get a bit more pinned down. Do you think this one, with how Rangers are playing, do you think if they lose on Wednesday, do you think this could be the shifting point in the title? Well, they lose on Wednesday, they go one down, and then that's the first time that they've been second probably this year. So, I think so, because there may be a few Rangers players leaving, probably for a bit of money, mm-hmm. or a bit of dough, so... I think well, Celtic only probably add to their squad, probably get blocked, but uh, really yeah. good out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, because Celtic might go far in the Conference League, and Rangers probably will get put out by Dortmund in the Europa League, yeah. then that means Celtic will have more games, which means that they'll have probably a tighter schedule, tighter. And Rangers might have you know a wee bit of a looser schedule. Yeah, but like it's it's usually the away games that like Aberdeen have in the first. <coughs> Win stuff you need to win. Yeah, when you like. Ah, uh, you always need to win them. So like, really doing a favorite Aberdeen too. So. Really, really ain't gonna. Ah, Liam Boyce wasn't penalty for Hearts. Like Liam Boyce wasn't gonna get a draw against Celtic. Like, was it? Like, catch yourself all like like who doesn't know that? Damien, I would just like you put a disclaimer out that we are not provoking match fixing. We do not support yeah, any but. form of match fixing in this podcast unless you know sort of like Wednesday. But yeah, no no form of match fixing you know, unless obviously you know you're Dublin. I'm bringing this into distribute. <laughs> but um moving on. Um so yeah Celtic so do you think Yakimakis, because obviously well, you, we, were talk, you were, we were talking about this in the call earlier, um, for we were behind the scenes. Um, Celtic, <laughs> Celtic haven't had a big man as a threat yeah. for a couple of years. You mentioned Samaras, the point that we mentioned Samaras, Sasko Burrs, the last point of guys that may want an aerial threat. Yeah. Do you think um, ref ranges? Olding with Rangers defence maybe getting old and then maybe them taking a bit more time to um you know get the man think mm-hmm. Marcus could be a big fat in Rancer. That's only as they cross the ball in. Mm-hmm. Like he's really good like on in his goals you've seen like in, in his goals last year, he's good like sort of coming to the front post and getting me flexing balls mm-hmm. and stuff and the two goals that he scored in the past two weeks have been, you know, sort of runs to the front post. Mm-hmm. So like if they can get actual balls, good balls into him, like like Kyogo's not that type of player, like he, he likes running through, mm-hmm. so that'll be hard to see because, you know, I think they'll probably start Jada and Abada, so like Jada's a good crosser of the ball, it's just Abada's end part, it's pretty crappy, yeah. but they have no other strikers, so they're going to have to go there. But yeah. like the man, he's like top scorer in Eredivisie last year, so like if he hits a bit of form, like he's going to... So it'd be good. Uh, he's gonna kick off. Like mm-hmm. he's got that Greek Ange chemistry too. Like Ange, yeah. Actually, I actually didn't even know Ange was Greek until I typed up his name yesterday. It's like Australian Greek. Yeah, my guy. So a bit of Joe nationality. Um. <laughs> so um, yeah. Obviously, the important bet when you come down to the nitty gritty, um, you think about it is the starting eleven. And we had a we've had a bit of debate over the past uh, week 
yeah, slash today in the court again behind the scenes. Um, we have a social life. Um, that um, Celtic and Ringos will have they have like different teams. Or see, Ringos have a team that's not that fast. You know, like they have a couple players like Goten, um, Tav. I love Tav personally. It was my ice wear level. Uh, you know. Tav finish. Tav finished. Tav is not Tav is finished. He's not finished. He's twenty one. Uh, <laughs> so do you think? What do you think the lineup will be for Celtic on Wednesday? Probably, uh, Joe Sacred Heart in the Nets. <laughs> decent. Um, <laughs> which is decent. Uh, decent. Um, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I'm so funny. Uh, right back probably will be Juranovic. Mm-hmm. Although as part of the Tony Ralston. Broke Road Celtic Sporters Club, I strongly disagree with that. Um, Tony Gaston bought me all Established 2021, because uh-huh. he was shy for about five years. <laughs> but, um, I'd probably be around uh, CCV and Starfelt. Mm-hmm. So, because Morales isn't playing, I don't think, I think he's at the South African Cup. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, written in the Starfelt. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, so, I'm kind of thinking out at Cedric at the Marshall and maybe start, but like they'll probably just start to start felt like because he's got a little scare. Um, everybody does say he is pretty good at like last ditch tackles and stuff, mm-hmm. but you have to think why does he get into the last ditch tackles? Yeah, they're not needed because like he, he's not the best. But then left back would be Taylor, right. who's like, nah, who I don't. You know, you're not a big fan of Greg Taylor compared to Tierney. Yeah. So like, if you're not, you're going to compare someone with Tierney, they have to be good. Like, but yeah, I know it is big he was bought in as a, like a, as a replacement for Tierney and just mm-hmm. left sided wise because left side used to be Tierney and Sinclair, which is pretty good. Like you also wonderful. Yeah. So there's not that much of a threat going down now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, proves me wrong. We'll see. Midfield. That's, like, this is a debate because obviously yeah. it's lacking. Well, then you have Patate, you have uh, O'Reilly, and mm-hmm. it might have to be McCarthy. But at the same James. time, it might be a good thing because then Patate and O'Reilly can go forward. forward yeah. So if it had it been Turnbull or Rogic, then maybe one would have attack in midfield. Yeah, but McGregor not being there. We think. Yeah. I think McGregor not being there. He hasn't been playing well the past few games anyway, but he's always mm-hmm. good for a wee ball through and things like that. And then up front, it'll be Gia. Abada and Yoda. Abada and Shada. I think. I don't think Forrest will start. Um, but Forrest always goes good old for him. So, so one of my favourite moments of the old form in recent years is um, Jozo Simonovic. You know the moment I'm referring to. Um, Rangers had the ball. Ball count going go kind of loose. Uh, Rangers going to get it Smonovic fucking shafted him big tackle Rangers take goes up in the air flies around for a bit um, that was brilliant he's an amazing tackle yeah well the lads on Rangers TV said they'd be checking into the SFA so uh, yeah. said it to Ringo that was also the same goalie doing also goalie doing songs <laughs> um, year like so like I, like, I always switch on the Rangers TV. It's great crack. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, 
Sorry. Boys from Rangers TV, DM me, I'll get you in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> please. Um, so what is some of your um, favourite moments from the old form? Goals, tackles, red mist? Um, it's always a good one when Celtic lose, when they won 5-1, when Valley scored a hat-trick. It's on YouTube, uh, Mikael was stuck rolling by Joey Barton with a police hat on. Celebrate, so that's a pretty good one. That's pretty good. Um, what else is there? Yeah, there's been plenty of good old refereeing decisions too to chat about. Mm-hmm. Not getting the referees. Oh, yeah, them unbiased podcast. Yeah, yeah, unbiased podcast. So, so, yeah. All them moments where... Uh, Griffiths tied a Celtic scarf to Ibrox post uh, the banter years. The banter years, yeah. Yeah, the Rangers banter years. Um, with Graham Murray and the lads. Ah, Griff. <laughs> what did you do to your career? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on best podcast. Um, obviously another one is um, when Bruni scored against Rangers and El Hadj's oh, yeah. chief. Bruni just stands in front of him. Mm. Um, obviously with what El had to do dead a couple of years later at Liverpool the perfect dissolved it um, so that's another one um, yeah Celtics had a lot of good moments mm-hmm. obviously Rangers have had a lot of good moments in recent years too that they won the league last year fairly convincingly mm. um, yeah, well they went on beaten so yeah and then Stevie and then Stevie was like bigger job right. uh-huh. who was the current Rangers manager uh, Gio Van Bronckhorst. Gio Van Bronckhorst. Yeah. A so man. They, they still like, you know, Southern Rangers still have like, in terms of managers, they mm-hmm. probably pull in bigger managers than they do players. Yeah. Um, like Rogers, like, I can't remember how was Rogers um left Liverpool. Yeah, left Liverpool. How long was he over? He was sacked in October. Um, and he came in August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So really, that was probably just his way of getting back into the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So like we have Rodgers over the past five, and then like if you ever see like selling, selling Rangers like managers odds, whenever they're you know picking managers, mm-hmm. like they were up in Eddie Howe. No, it's a quarter after one. Thank God they didn't come. So I, but. I, whenever I'm saying that, I was like, oh, why are they saying that someone that has never been over to Europe and such a good manager because he's like fucking bad? <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Done well. Yeah, picked him shit, like. Yeah. Eddie Howe, obviously now with a gunder's head, anytime Newcastle loses a game. Um, uh, but, um, so yeah, they've had a lot of good managers. If you could pick a manager from world football. Um, that hasn't managed Celtic Rangers as far as I know. Um, just for say a season, who would you pick? Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock. He um ah <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about him because he is he's a footballing god. Um, Neil Warnock, he would have so much fun in that sort of. Mm. I feel like they'd have to make a new documentary. Yeah, I think if you got Warnock and Allardyce then. Head to head, like head to head. There would be a lot of numbers. Yeah, there would be a lot of numbers. Would be exciting. A lot of more chippy memes nowadays. <laughs> yeah, the crosses under the box would be insane. Like, ah, uh, just be, it would just be. They'd probably play the right wingers and right backs, and then they'd just put on crosses. Yeah, you ever yeah. see that? You ever see those memes of nowadays where it's like, 
he's like has his arms crossed looking up it's like when, when you're the, you're in the chippy trying to find out what you want Joe and Wilma's like yeah. shout out to Wilma's Cowboy Supper Wilma's shout out to Wilma's shout out to Wilma's sponsor me um, my emails in the will be in the link to this podcast so yeah email me um, but yeah we're talking about some top scorers Obviously, Celtic and Rangers have had um, both had their fair set of iconic players over the years. Mm. Um, the top scorer for Rangers, Ali McCoist, twenty seven goals. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of a bit of a Rangers icon. Yeah, twenty seven goals. Uh, Ali isn't the worst, like. No, Ali, Ali, you can you can listen to Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, get Ali and Rangers fan TV, and that'll be that'll be interesting. Um. So, like, top score for Celtic, Jimmy McGrory, maybe a wee bit before you were playing. Yeah, what did I say there? He's 22 goals, 22 I think. Goals, I think yeah. Henrik has... 18. 18. So, yeah. So, but I think your father McGrory played for Celtic <coughs> for ages. And Larson played for Celtic for seven years. Mm-hmm. So, Henrik scored a good few more, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, whenever you've up at Celtic and Rangers strikers, they only get judged on if they ever score against Celtic Rangers. Yeah. That's why Morales will never be that quality. That quality because he never scored against Celtic. He scored one goal against Celtic and then they stayed in. So I'll take that. Um, but like Larson scored loads of goals against mm-hmm. Rangers. Um, Griffiths scored the odd few. Dembele always scored against uh-huh. Rangers. Hooper scored against Rangers. So, yeah. Yeah, Celtic. Chris Boyd never really scored against Celtic. Chris Boyd. Celtic um, Rangers as no, the, the Rangers fans as they're known as Rangers but um, Sefco. um so yeah big big game on Wednesday are you confident? Mm-hmm. yeah I think Angie Ball probably let on a goal but I'm always confident in scoring 3 or 4 uh-huh. if I had it be last year no definitely not no. it was like it was terrible mm-hmm. so uh, I was it was really, really hard to watch, and then even in Europe, like, it was even worse. Yeah. But, um, I think Rangers probably come... <sighs> I don't think that draw matters, really. Um, I think it's probably going to be tight. I think I think Rangers are good at holding the ball to possession-wise, so I don't think because Celtic are cool, well, it goes to possession, because mm-hmm. Rangers are some like, good players in their field, they'll mm-hmm. probably hold on to it. So it'll probably be 50-50 in that way. But if Rangers get a draw, it's going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll slip into some key battles that will impact the game. You've all, we've maybe named one of you without knowing. Yakimakis versus Golden. Or maybe Yakimakis versus Tavernier, depending on where Tavernier plays. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I haven't seen Yakimakis score many headers, but Celtic the corners over the past, I don't know how long are always terrible, depending mm-hmm. corners on attacking corners. So I don't think it'll be very lucky if they get a goal from a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if John and Nevada go with the wings and get balls whipped in, mm-hmm. he's always a chance of nicking one. But he doesn't really look like the foul that be scoring like a hat-trick and stuff. Yeah. Like different types of goals. Mm-hmm. Like you just think if you know in the box and drops to him, they'll finish it. But <coughs> At the same time, if they had a Kyoko, then like if you had Kyoko made up front, then it would be totally different game, yeah, because they would be playing through the middle and everything, so it would be totally different. Uh, game. Uh, um, another one 
<coughs> on the Rangers side, Tavernier is a very attacking right back. Mm. And as we've previously mentioned, Storfeld can be a wee bit of a bomb scaler. Mm. Do you think Rangers could maybe exploit what can be a leaky Celtic defence? Um, I they'll probably get a goal. Um, Storfeld needs to have a good game. Carter Pickers always seems to cover for him across. If Julian had a came back, it wouldn't have been that bad. I always think Welsh. I don't think Welsh gets a, a chance. I think he's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if like Jada wasn't on the Celtic team, he wasn't there the last time they played Rangers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who they had. Maybe Mikey Johnson or something. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. So if Jada goes to Tavernier, then hopefully that'll sort of set him back a wee bit. Mm-hmm. So it'll be about it on... Maybe they've got a bit of a bassy or someone. Or Barisic. 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 Just be off recent form. I'm gonna go Celtic three one. What do you think? What do you think? First half go like. First half. First half. Tight. I think. scare, I think. Tavernier's a bombscare too. I think. Jordan. I think Jordan's made a bad slip into the Jordan. Jordan goes to like pass it to Jack Magus. Tavernier bites penalty. You think it'll be a penalty? I think it'll be a penalty. Usually yeah. I hear the words penalty Rangers together a lot, so I don't know if there's gonna be a penalty Celtic, but sure we'll see. Again, best podcast. But um <laughs> But um yeah, so mm, best podcast. But yeah, so Rangers do seem to got a little get a lot of decisions. Yeah, well, supposedly. I think that's just the way it is and Scotland, there's no VAR, it's all mm-hmm. up to the referees. Mm-hmm. So all the pressure's on the referees. Mm-hmm. Um but there's been a few there's been a few dodgy decisions over the years. Mm-hmm. Shout um, out yeah, shout out to that guy, what his name was, Twitter, you tell me about him. Talked about how that um Lost County last had been set off. Oh yes, yes, Chris Boyd. Chris Boyd. Oh no. uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's due to come on the podcast next week. Uh if he wants, uh if he gains a few brain cells um yeah so um no it will be interesting I think the I think this is one of the harder games to left mm. yeah because it's a crowd as well and then as well there's no fans there's yeah. no Rangers fans there so if you know if you're going to give decisions to the other team then you know yeah it's going to get heated it's going to get hard to sort of yeah. control the crowd too but mm-hmm. no no they're um I don't think it'll actually matter about decisions in terms of how tight it might be. Mm-hmm. I think if it's 2-3-1, then... I don't know. What's your opinions on the Norway fans? Will think it should be scrapped? Or uh, I think Rangers started it, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it should be scrapped. Because, like, I think... Of, I remember it was, like, 10... I don't think it was 10,000. I don't know, but... They had, like, a real big chunk of, like, the away end. Mm-hmm. And it was always class, because the atmosphere was unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think is Rangers getting tanked so much they just wanted no fans. Uh, it wasn't due to COVID or anything. Yeah. So uh, I 
and they started so hopefully it comes back but um sure they had no fans at ibrox they had no fans at ibrox mm-hmm. in the first bit so you're not going to bring in that rule now so it'll probably be a rule that gets changed whenever the season ends yeah because it's a bit unfair having your fans in when you didn't have the other teams at the last day mm-hmm. you know so wrap it up score predictions so what's your score prediction so what's your score prediction Give me 3-1, 2-1 through the game, and then a, a cagey one at the end whenever Rangers are chasing the game. Okay. Oh, that's a sci fi prediction. <laughs> Kevin Kyle more like. Um, it might be, um, if there's goals at the start, it might kick in a few more goals. Um, usually in these sort of New Year's ones, like I said, 3-1. But usually in the New Year's one, when everything's so tight and it's so tight at the table, if it stays nil nil for long enough, could go nil nil. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, think they could be a bloodbath. Uh, red cards and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't like seeing them referee it, but like in terms of derbies and stuff, it's not like your Man United. Yeah. Open matches. Yeah. Oh, it's not like your fucking. Uh, it's not like your, it's not like your United City where City win. United fans tweet about how happy they are that United City have won. <laughs> and I said it to the, said it to the BPL. Fucking fix your fan base, like. Uh, but um, I know it should be, it should be good. Like when you had like the days like Lenny and the boys like <laughs> like getting stuff. Like it always used to be that if like Celtic were losing two or three, it was always Thompson Lennon getting reds and stuff and Brown. But like uh, <laughs> I don't think there's been that many. Uh, like Morelos is usually one for sent off, but there's been no like terrible terrible tackles this past while. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it gets heated, then I uh, there could be a lot dished out. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully it does. Hopefully it does. I'm gonna go two one Celtic. I'm gonna say one one up until eighty fifth. Mm. Rangers are chasing the game. It's gonna be like a hog Dini moment. Uh. where Rangers have a chance. So many limbs. So many limbs. Like, they, 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 um, Joe Hart, who's decent, saves it, gets the ball, hoofs it up to Yoda, Jota, um, Jota passes it through, a batter, turns in, scores, rips the top off, mm-hmm. crowd goes crazy. So, yeah, two more Celtic. Rod Stewart cries. Rod Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> cries when he's blocked. They're going to have to bring a number. <laughs> Uh, Ward <laughs> uh, Stewart can do a Scottish Cup draw drunk, but Andre Osthaven can't do a Champions League draw sober. <laughs> yeah. uh, problems, boys, problems. Problems in the footballing world. And there's uh, problems today, but that will not be talked about. Um, so, yeah, Luke, thanks for coming on. No bother. Hopefully, a good result. and Hopefully. Maybe see you for a Europa Conference League final preview. Oh, hopefully. Upper hoops. Um... So yeah, Celtic Rangers, big game Wednesday. Um, you and Joe will probably be about 20 pounds deep. By the time I message you. Um, I, it depends. Like, I, I like pints of water and stuff. And yeah. Blackburn as well. Uh, so, you know, yeah. I was going to say, extra hydrated. We don't endorse antisocial behaviour. No. Yeah. Yeah, especially on this podcast. <laughs> Family friendly fun is what we enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We, we endorse it. Wilma endorse it. Sponsor me. Uh, <laughs> Sponsor. So yeah, Celtic Rangers, big game, big fight feel. Um, so you think whatever, whoever wins this wins the title? 
Thanks for listening to the Free Talks podcast. So I Celtic Rangers, big game. We all we all we all started winning. Um, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's a good game. Celtic, all Celtic winning. I think Celtic win. You think Celtic win? You think Celtic win? Um, uh, then we'll, we'll all look like Tets if Rangers win. But yeah, we look like yeah, yeah. Look like, yeah, yeah. it's all just fun. Um, but I uh, started wins this big game. Thanks for listening to the Free Talks podcast, Nick. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. Thank you. Joe, thanks for coming on. Anytime. It's been the V Soldier. Uh, I'm Jimmy Craig. You know the set. Best podcast around. See the beautiful people there. Peace out. Mm-hmm.